Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins. But they also have calcium, calcium chews. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes. And I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. All righty. We'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally, we see this question every day. And the answer is always devotion. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profi. It's so delicious. Oh my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at devotionnutrition.com. And use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome back, OSLP family. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And uh, before we start, as always, we like to give you a little update in what is going on in the live show area. That's right. That's right. Um, there is still time mm-hmm. to purchase tickets for Dallas, Texas. Dallas. That's we right. We leave on Thursday, mm-hmm. and the event is well, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> So we are flying in same day. That's right. Um, We are so stoked because it is going to be at a rooftop bar. I know. I'm so excited. And we not only get to host the event with Barry Diaries, uh, we get to give Marty big hugs again. That's right. Because it's Dr. Joe and And Heather Heather and Marty. Yep. And so so excited. So excited. So that's March 24th. So you have time at 7 p.m. to get your tickets. And it is the Canvas Hotel is is where it's going to be at. So if you are anywhere near Dallas, Texas, I need to move my mic. Um, <laughs> then come at, or go on to barrydiaries.com, purchase your ticket, and come hang out with us. That's right. We're That's super right. Excited. And then we have one more coming up. It's April 30th, and we're in San Diego, which sunny I'm so San Diego. I am ready to be back in the heat and the sun mm-hmm. and just the vibe of San Diego. Seriously, is that so vibe, nice. It's amazing. I do want to take extra time and go to Disneyland, but I cannot. She always wants to take extra time to go to Disneyland. I mean, there's <laughs> never a bad time to go to Disneyland. I'm just putting that out there every day. And if anybody agrees with me, <laughs> leave a little comment. <laughs> Send us a message. Tell me that I am in the right. In this. What would you do if for some <clears throat> reason Disneyland was gone? Disneyland will never be gone. <laughs> it will never be gone ever. You should have ever. seen our face, guys. If you're watching, then you saw the uh, the horror on my face. She's like, fuck it. And if you are not watching, pause. Go over to YouTube. Yeah, it's on your phone. Hit subscribe. <laughs> 
hit the little bell so you get notified. And if you want to see this immediately, go Mm. over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP because our patrons get everything early. That's right. They get them all early. They get the episodes with no ads. Yes. So there's special things that come out. We have our own episodes that are just us shooting the shit about what has gone on in the last week or month or whatever. Not to mention the biggest draw for us from Patreon is the development of the winner's bench. The winner's bench. And we have over a hundred members in that group now. I can't believe it. Of all of these amazing people who just inspire they inspire me daily. They did because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have to update the benchies. I have to let them know that they are that I'm in the gym. Yep. And so Doing the damn thing. We're doing the damn thing. And we mm-hmm. love I just love the positivity that comes out of this group. Oh, yeah. And what I love is that they'll call you out. Jessica called called us out, was like, you're she not wearing did. your watches. She did. It was so good because it made my butt get up, put it on the charger. Mm-hmm. I got my gym clothes completely ready to go. Yep. And I went the damn day the next day and I killed it. And yes. I felt better because of Jessica from the benches. Yes. So, so thank you, Jessica. Do those things. Um, to and us. it is also um also run with our admin Tanya. She's absolutely we incredible. Um she's in that chat all day long with us and we are all answering questions yes. and giving love and it's just a very very supportive group. It really is. It really is. And we get to update they they update us on what their days like, what's going on with them. Yeah, some, if they're some are good, some, some are, are bad. bad. Um, but that's the whole point is like the realness, the realness, because life is sucky sometimes. It is. It is not all rainbows and sunshine, as I like to say. Yep. And there is bad things that happen. Um, but we just try to be there for you guys as much as possible, as much as possible. Yeah. And I just have to say with the watch thing, mine is on. Mine is on. Yeah. And I went to the gym. Boom, boom, boom. I went to the gym. I did not make it yesterday. And it's funny because I made it yesterday, but I didn't make it today. Yeah. So we're just (laughs) on this weird. Yeah. But I did go to physique um, fitness and I worked out with my trainer yesterday and he kicked my motherfucking ass. Yeah. My booty is still hurting from all of those elevated squats that I did. So shout out to E, my trainer. I love it. I love it because I did my first mile in 17 minutes. Yes. My personal best. I ran on the treadmill and that just doesn't happen because I'm so scared of falling. You're so funny. You're so funny. I think it's, I'm like, just hold on. I'm like, just I hold know. On. It's because um, with our watches, if you don't hold on, like if you hold on, then it doesn't count it because you're not moving your arms. So mm-hmm. when you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Because I got off the treadmill and I said I only did 0.8 of a mile when I did a full mile. That's weird because when I'm on the elliptical, it still counts all of it. Yeah, because your arms are moving. No, I don't use the arm things. Well, I've, what? How do you not do that? How do you not fall? I just stand there. Oh, my God. Scary business. No, it is not scary business. I do not use the little arm things. I I look ridiculous doing this. Well, everybody does that. Like I'm jacking people off or something. Like it's just it's not a milking a cow. Yeah, it's not a good look for me at all. Milking a dude. Oh my god. Um, What was that? I don't know. That was a crazy squeak, though. I squeaked, guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so today's episode, (laughs) we're just gonna go right past that. Yep. Um the today's episode is all about after you have made the decision to change your life. Yes. 
you have watched us or you have watched other inspiring individuals. Yeah. Um, and you have said, you know what? I think surgery is for me. Yeah. Um, because it is for everybody. It really Just is. Saying. It's for anyone that needs it. If you've had issues with, you know, not losing weight with just diet and exercise alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you have PCOS and it becomes very hard, chronic diseases, because that was mine. Right. Um, There are so many factors that diet and exercise alone won't won't work. Work. And we learned that from Dr. Eric. Yes, I was just going to yeah. say that. He straight up said that like 1%. Less than yeah, 1%, 1% can do it with diet and exercise. And if you want to hear the rest of that, mm-hmm. go over and listen to Dr. Eric's episode. Yes. Oh my God. Because it is so enlightening and he has so much bariatric truth yeah. that he speaks. And he's also on the Thousand Pound Sisters. Yep. Which is crazy. Like he's on a freaking TV show. So (laughs) it just blows my mind that it's TLC and it's just crazy. But he is such a down to earth, um, just incredible surgeon. I thought you were about to say American. And I was like, what? He's American. (laughs) America. Uh, No. Uh, I mean, he is. But yes, he (laughs) (laughs) is. That is the truth. That is is part truth. (laughs) But what I loved about that episode is that he was like, still enlightening us and we've been dealing like talking to surgeons for, for two, two years. years now yeah um and it's just crazy like how much information we still learn mm-hmm. um which means it is hard to find information about and it should not be that hard no. at all it should not be that hard no. so go back listen to that episode um but yeah so you make the decision mm-hmm. to have surgery change your life now what? What do you do? What, what do, do you, you do? do? So I think the first thing I would do is research a doctor. Yeah, I Googled. Yeah. You know, because I asked Matt, I'm like, where did you go? And he told me and I was like, OK, this looks like pretty chill. Mm-hmm. And then like I still Googled more, though. Oh, you like, did? I, I okay. did. It wasn't just like one shot. Done. I thought it was just one shot. No, I well, I like to research. You know me. Well, so I, I like, like to just you. I like to like just look at. I just want to know what it was like. Hey, what is this really going to happen? Yeah. Like, what is it going to look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I got the, all the generic graphs and I got all the, the generic like photos of what tummies look like. And yeah. I was just like, I don't understand why one looks like a football and one doesn't. Like, it was yeah. very confusing and I didn't understand. But like, I googled a lot. I was trying to figure out who in the area do I really have to drive up to Portland? Because mm. I don't want to make an hour drive if I don't have to. Well, Not gonna lie. Who does? So. I was, does? I was like, is there any bariatrics in near me first? Mm. And then looking at them, like, do they have good ratings? Like, that was a big deal. Big deal for me. So I, mm. I encourage that. Like, look in your area because guess what? Aftercare is very important. Well, and not to mention, I did not realize, and we've talked about this before, but I did not realize that you can interview surgeons. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, I just thought, like, you just picked a surgeon and then, like, they chose you. Right. Like, I didn't know it was the other way around. No. So the first thing I would do with all of the knowledge that we have com- like culminated. Cul- cultivated. Cul- cultivated. Yep. I think culminating is a word, though. I'm just saying. It might be. Uh, all of the information we've received yes. in the last you know, two years, the abundance of it, um, the abundance of information. I would go, I would do what Mel did. Mm-hmm. Just look up, but look up surgeons. Yeah. That's was the key. I should have looked up surgeons. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't realize this. No. 
Um, and I'm so glad that I had Dr. Thompson. Yes. Her whole office is a fantastic in McMinnville, Oregon. So if you're in Oregon and you're listening to this and you're looking for a surgeon, go to Dr. Thompson mm-hmm. or Dr. Patterson yep. in Portland, Oregon. Like those two, we hands down. I mean, they they did an incredible job. For yeah. Us, and so. they their programs are great, too. Yes. Like looking back at her stuff, like it was she was top rated. Yeah. Um, for, She's top rated for a reason. Yeah. So I was like, OK, well, I'm going to have the one that did my brother then because mm-hmm. he got top rated person. Let's do yep. this shit. Like, well, and I the only difference I think I would go with is Dr. Thompson's aftercare and pre-program was a little bit more extensive it was and so if and i definitely like with all the information we've received i would do mcminnville all over again Mm -hmm. because of the care that i got within my time like i even still get texts and emails from them saying like it's time for your appointment that's awesome so and i love that i'm i'm almost three years out and they're still sending out that information yeah i wish the aftercare was more like dr thompson's i think that's that's the key Mm -hmm. because i didn't i had like I don't even know who my nutritionist was. Yeah. And see, I'm on a first name basis yeah. with Ellen. So no idea who that is. I just know Colin and Dr. Patterson. Yeah. So that's it. And Colin's like the person that does all my intake stuff. Well, and the therapy, so. like you didn't get therapy. I got like full on hour long sessions every month. Yeah. I got zip because yeah. I did that. Did the call and they're like, yeah, you're fine. And I was like, OK, cool. I'm going to scroll for a moment. Scroll. If you are watching this, notice that we have new <laughs> That is decor. a real squirrel moment. I looked over and I was like, oh, we didn't mention the new decor. So we have actual stuff on the table now. Anyways. So, um, yeah, I think that therapy is super, super, super important. It is. Because of all the bullshit I've gone through in the last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have, like, be, like, not having the podcast. Right. If I hadn't had this and mm-hmm. all of the support just from doing this, yeah. I would have easily gained all of my way back. You think so? Mm-hmm. 100%. So. That's that's tough. Yeah. That's really but tough. But when you think about it in that way, like this is for the long term, right? It has to be. Like, you, you have to think long term. You can't think like, okay, this is for the next year and then I'm done and I lost all my weight and it'll never come back. That is not a realization. That's wishful thinking. That is wishful thinking. <laughs> I wish it worked like that for sure, but it does not. So really research what the care is going to be. Yeah. So not only the surgeon. Right. But what kind of therapy are you getting? Yeah. Is it just a 15 minute call? Because that's not going to do shit for you. No, that's not enough. Um, Is there a nutritionist or a dietitian that you can go in and see whenever you're having issues? Can right. you email them? Can you call them? Right. You know, those are all questions that you need to ask when you're interviewing your surgeon. Seriously, because I didn't surgeon. even know I could just email my surgeon. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. that I could do I, that. I did. Yeah. So I knew that you could, that I could. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was an option with all surgeons. Right? Yeah. Right. And I want to touch base back with a little bit with the therapy because that also is an insurance thing. Because thinking about really? it, thinking about it, that was just a screening for the insurance company. Like they didn't need any more follow up. So they weren't going to make me do any more follow up. So that's also a thing you need to check with your insurance company. Like what are what are all the checklists that you have to do? Because mm. on my checklist, it was just a phone call. Yeah. And only if they said that I needed more was the were they going to actually allow it. Oh. So, I mean, I can always go have therapy, of course, because that's part mm-hmm. of anybody. Well, not, not anybody, not anybody's. But that's um, a part of um, health insurance is mm-hmm. the mental health aspect. But like. It wasn't a part of the bariatric like process through the Blue Cross that I was on. But I also think because we had the same insurance. Yeah. I mean, it was 
four years apart. They're four years apart. But I also think that because you said the thing of if your um, program says that you need more, mm-hmm. I think that's a part of it, though, because if the program is saying, no, you need to have surgery for at least three months, six months, whatever the amount of time the therapy, is, yeah. then the insurance has to cover it. Right. So make sure that you're getting the whole point of it is make sure you're going into a program that is going to be a long term program that's going to set you up for success. Correct. It's huge. Huge. So the next thing that I would do. okay, so let's say you you found your surgeon, Mm -hmm. you interviewed them, you love their program, you love everything about them. So you do your intake original appointment. They hand you this giant book of the information, big the big old bariatric binder Bible. That's right. I still have mine. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do with that? So yeah. the first it's step, a that, little intimidating. It is intimidating. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's very, huge. it's huge. And you don't understand a lot of it. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's a lot of medical jargon in it because mm-hmm. they have to cover their asses along with it. Well, they have to say that I gave this to you. Exactly. And I know for me, like I was going to school at the same time I was getting my bachelor's then. And I was like, oh, another thing to fucking read. Right. Cool. Yeah. So I literally skimmed it mm-hmm. and just pulled out the stuff that I thought was important was like eating like mm-hmm. all the food stuff mm-hmm. that was like the main catch. And then I just read about the sleeve surgery itself. So don't be like Melanie. Yeah. I did not go through the whole thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that would be one of the things that I think I did really well. Yeah. With mine is that I sat down and I think it had a lot to do with my mom. Probably shout out to mom um, because she was so scared for me yeah. and so unsure about the surgery for so long yeah. about it. That I didn't get her on board until I think it was like a month before. Yeah, didn't she have to meet Dr. Thompson? She, I actually had her come into one of my appointments. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the things that because she was so freaked out, I wanted to show her that it wasn't a big deal. Right. So I legit read that binder mm-hmm. cover to cover. Yeah. And I took sticky notes. I had sticky notes sitting next to me because I remember sitting in bed and I had the binder open and I was reading it. And anytime I came across something that I didn't quite understand mm-hmm. or I wanted just more like um, what's Answers. the word? more clarification, clarification, I would put a sticky note on it okay. and I would write on it what my question was. Yeah, yeah. So then when I went in with my mom to with Dr. Thompson, I had the binder with me. And so I knew exactly where to go and what questions I, think I that had really helped your mom. Uh, yeah, 100% because it, it showed that you were prepared. Yes. Like you were 100% in and that you mm-hmm. had questions and you're ready to go. Like you weren't mm-hmm. like pussyfooting this around. No. Well, uh-huh. and I think Dr. Thompson also had really great answers. She mm-hmm. had every single answer to what I wanted. Yeah. My questions. I remember leaving the office and my mom saying, you had such great questions. And it was like, it was because I read the freaking Bible. Yeah. I read read it it. and it was great. And I fully felt prepared going into my surgery because I knew what to expect. Yeah. I mean, you don't, but you do. You have, I mean, you have have the answers. That's it. You have a baseline of like, okay, this is what they said that the the common people. Common things. Yeah. But. We learned through the process. There's so much randomness to this. And that brings me into my third point of 
find support. Yeah. And not just support of like friends and family that are close. We're talking support Bariatric. that through this. Yes. Yeah. It's huge. So there are many places to find people. Right. 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 There's podcasts, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know existed. No. Until we started one. She did not. Well, and there was not any out there until we no, started No, it was one. all professionals. It was all and professionals. it's like, okay, another professional, tell me mm-hmm. what to do. And it's like, I love you guys, but man. Yeah. You know, like I need someone that's been through this shit, that has mm-hmm. felt it, that knows what it's like to mm-hmm. be a bigger person and to have to feel like in your head, like I have to do this or I'm going to die or I'm not going to be able to see my kids like graduate. Like I needed Mm -hmm. someone to understand that fear Mm -hmm. and then have that restriction. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, we're on the same playing field. Do you understand Mm -hmm. it? Like it's so important to have someone. I mean, I didn't have anybody, but now that I have this community in you, it's like night and day of support. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. It is. Well, and not only can you find podcasts. Yeah. There's Instagram. Yeah. There is Facebook. Be wary of Facebook. Of those some, groups. Some of the groups. Because you can find people without the group. So you can. Yeah. I'm just be be careful. Again, <laughs> if you have not listened to our Facebook group episode, please go back and listen. That's right. It's validating bad behavior with social media. Um, And it came out a few a couple weeks ago. It did. Two weeks ago. It did. Um, it's a good one. So it is a good one. And it really because some groups are good. Some groups are great. But the bad advice, that's where it gets horrible. And that's why, like, within our group, I watch the answers that people give. Yeah, I do, too. And there was one that came across um, that about carbonation. Right. And I just very gently said, like, not all carbonation is bad. Right. The point of carbonation, no carbonation. For the first year. For the first year is that they don't want you going back to beer and soda. Yeah. No sugary drinks. Yeah. But if you're drinking like, zero calorie seltzer. Right. You're fine. You're fine. It, as just, long as you can tolerate it. Right. It's because like I, my, I did not, I could not tolerate it. No. It hurt. And I didn't drink it for at least two years. Yeah. Like so it takes, it was, well, a year, year and a half. Yeah, I would you say. would open it and let it go flat. I would let it go flat. Yeah. Well, like almost flat. So right. there was a little bit of bubble to it, but it wasn't a big deal. And I also mm-hmm. drink it very slow. Right. Right. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody had said, you know, don't ever drink carbonation. And I was like, well, that's not exactly true. No. So the point of it is, is that the the advice given without mo- having a monitor yeah. on that. That's where it gets a little scary. Right. Um, also, the no fruit thing. I just boggles my mind every day. Like every time. Oh, I made you gain eight pounds in a week. No, fruit did not do that. No. You fucking idiot. <laughs> so um, just be just be careful on Facebook. Yes. Pick a group that is positive and has good advice. Yeah. Um, and if you're ever worried about getting advice, just go to your surgeon or your dietitian. Yeah. Like. There's so much They're out always there. always number one. And yeah. then if you can't, like, if you need, like, a personal, like, information from someone, that's where you go to the groups, man. Yeah. And, like, TikTok has a great following. They do. They YouTube do. YouTube has a good following. You just got to find it. Yep. You got to find, find your, your people. people. <laughs> yeah. It's so important because if you find your people, you will succeed. You will. You, you will. will. And um, if you can't quite, if you're not quite finding who you want, mm-hmm. we're here. We're here. We're here. Um, We can pinpoint you in the direction of mm-hmm. of somebody that you know we have so many great people on the benji group we do that, so many i mean 
easily. There's a hundred of you guys, and we love each over, one of you. Over a hundred. So, um, so I think that's kind of your gonna be finding your your advice and support. Yeah, and the information. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, my main my main place is Instagram and podcasts. Like yeah. those two places are going to be so beneficial for anybody that is so new that so they don't new. know where to go. Yeah. Like start there mm-hmm. you, and don't you know, if it gets overwhelming for you, mm-hmm. just do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to look at all the things all in no. one day, all in one night. No, no. I know slowly. we do that sometimes. I, I'm yeah, guilty yeah, of cor- that. Corporate of that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it can be. It can be very like, yeah, like just overwhelming. Very and then overwhelming. you don't sleep. Then you're going to be cranky the next in day. Your head. Yeah. yeah. And you're still going to wake up with the real going of like, oh, I need to know this, this and this. And then this mm-hmm. person said this. Is that true? And it's like, OK, slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> one yep. thing at a time, because that's so literally going to be key for the whole journey. It's one meal at a time, one day at a time, time, one pound at a time. Yeah. One pound at a time. It's all about that one, one thing. You just got to get started. Yep. And it's just. Little baby steps yep. because it's not about being skinny overnight. It is or not. being healthy overnight. And it's, it's not, not all about happen. being skinny. It's really not. And I know Kelly learned that through this process. It's I did. It's not about just being skinny. No, because I thought for years, if I can just be skinny. Yep. All my problems will be gone. Yeah. And not it, that's not how it works. I mean, we talked about that with Christine. Mm-hmm. Like she thought the same way. If I can just get down to my goal weight and be thin. All my problems are going to be solved yeah, no. for me. And that's not the way it works. It's just interesting because like because I wasn't part of the community when I started and my mindset was like, OK, if I can just get to my goal weight, then I'll then I won't be fat again. Like That's the only thing I had mm-hmm. in my head was like I just because I was fat my whole life. So I'm yeah. like, I just got to get there. I know how to eat. I know how to work out. I just got to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never hit my goal weight, but I hit my lowest and I've stayed around the same for three to four years now. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've really achieved my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it needs to be realistic goals because no problems ever go away. Correct. And I think it's because the way that was raised, I watch problems just fall apart all fucking day. Yeah. We have a name called the Austin curse for a fucking reason. <laughs> and she's handed it over to me. I have, have rubbed it all on her because she's with me daily. And yes. that's the deal is like, I've learned that like nothing ever goes away. Life is actually suffering. It's not where it like, perfect every day like literally you have to just understand that life is part of suffering is a part of life and it's going to happen you Mm -hmm. just have to push through that's that's a whole one day one meal one minute at a time thing comes from Mm -hmm. because suffering is a big part of life and it really just makes us stronger and we Mm -hmm. learn so much from it like Mm -hmm. I've learned so much from you so much from my family so much from this podcast of like holy shit like it could be amazing on Tuesday and then Wednesday you wake up and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, like this week. Yeah. yeah, exactly like this week. And you have to roll with the punches. And you know what? Did one of us go out and have cake? No, I may have had a sugar cookie. That's but that's not cake. It is not and cake. I did smaller, not go to cake. Right. And it's small. Like we none of us went to our trigger foods this mm-hmm. week, even though it was a fucking stressful week. Mm-hmm. And that is a win in itself. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's important is understanding like, hey, shit's going to happen regardless of what you do. That's why losing the weight mm-hmm. is not going to fix everything. That's mm-hmm. why the therapy is so huge, especially if you see yourself going down these holes and not be able to pull yourself out because mm-hmm. that's the scary part. Yes. I always worry about that for our friends and family. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing you were talking about goals. Yeah. 
That is something that I did not do ahead of time. And I wish I would have. Yeah. Um, number one, write yourself a letter. Yeah. Of why you started this journey. Why, where you're at. Which we're going to do on our surgeriversaries. I didn't forget about that. Okay, good. Remind me. They're coming up. They are coming up. Mine is next month. It's next month? Oh it's my like, God. It's a little bit less than a month Can't away. I believe it. Kelly will hit her three years. I'm so proud of her. Thank She's going to write her letter. And then I'm going to write mine in May. And then we get to open them a week, a year later. A year later. Yeah. So, which is perfect. It's yeah. perfect. So um, write yourself a letter. Write yourself a letter. Tell yourself where you think you're going to be at in a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you hope to gain from having surgery um i think it's really important to write yourself a letter and then also go over what are your goals over the next year right like right. you can and don't like not so much put that in the letter but put it somewhere where you can see it so whether those be a list of non-scale victories mm -hmm. a list of things you want to do with your life yeah, for those that like vision boards this is perfect for you yes because i know jeremy has his it's not like a vision board per se, but it's up in his room every day and he mm -hmm. sees his weight go down mm -hmm. and he has the stuff about his workouts and stuff mm -hmm. like it's in his face. It's in his so face. So you can't ignore it. And that's what's key. So listen mm -hmm. to Kelly, get your list out, put it out in front of you. Yes. And it will, it will really put it help. on your mirror. Yeah. Like that's something you're going to see every day. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't really ignore that. No. And as you think of things, you can easily add to it. Seriously. Because there's no end of a goal. No. Um, And pick realistic goals. Yes. That's, that's the biggest key because like me and my son are working out with Cal. And what I love to hear him, he's like, you know, what goal should I have? And I was like, I don't know. What do you think? And he's like, I think I just want to be in a large shirt. Mm hmm. And I love that he said that because he's like, it wasn't about the scale. It wasn't about inches. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It was literally about, I want to feel comfortable in my clothes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a great fucking goal. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how you guys can do it. Like if you have like an outfit that you used to wear, that could be an awesome goal for you. Like just mm -hmm. get it. But don't be like, I want to get that extra small. Like that's no. Be realistic I, about the clothing as well. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to make these goals. And then if you're not hitting them because they're so out of the realm, mm -hmm. you don't want to feel disappointed. Exactly. So make realistic goals. Start small. small be like, goals. you know, I want to walk down the street and back without being out of breath. There you go. You know, yep. that's a very small and doable goal. And real goal. Mm -hmm. That's a real goal. We know people that it's hard for them. To literally just walk to the corner and back. Yes. So that is a very realistic goal. And I think that we should honor those little goals because mm -hmm. and then celebrate them because yep. that's where the work really comes from. When you celebrate yourself and then you're like, you feel good. It makes you want to do more. 100 percent. I was yeah. taking a drink when she ended that. So I apologize <laughs> for this, the uh, space of time that it took me to answer. <laughs> That's um, okay. I am drinking my protein coffee. My coffee. I watched her make it this morning with Avi and devotion. Just putting that out there. Code OSLP15 for Avi and devotion is OSLP. That's right. Um, And you get money off if you use those codes. So totally do go buy some right now. Right. Freaking me out. Um, they're delicious in, in profits. They are. Uh, um. Something I think though we do need to celebrate those goals. So yeah, make them make them doable. Yep. Start small. Um, the non-scale victories will start pretty much. I mean, it started for me immediately. Yeah. I just didn't know what they were. Yeah, you had to teach me what they were. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like I had heard the term, I kind of knew, but I didn't know that it went to everything. Yeah. So it was like me walking around the halls and not in pain. That was a huge non-scale victory. I didn't even realize it was a, a non-scale victory. When you told me, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So 
Yeah, definitely make your goals. Yeah. Um, start researching high protein foods. Yes. So yes. because that is going to be your life. Yep. Right after. Super. And so if you year. have that list that you are already cultivating. Yep. Um, then you know, you just well, know what foods to have. It could be like foods to try because guess what? Your taste buds are going to change. Mm. So things that you may have liked, maybe Prior. you don't like, you know, I don't like and yeah. things that you did, thought you didn't like, you'll, you might actually like mm-hmm. now. And that happened for me. And I know it happened for you mm-hmm. with the whole chocolate vanilla thing. Yep. That thing is so funny, <laughs> but it's very true. So like pinpoint the highest protein stuff. And a lot of them are fish. Mm-hmm. And like I learned I like soul fish. I had no idea, but mm-hmm. I tried it. That was the point of like, oh, these are the high ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never tried these items. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might like them. Maybe you still don't like them, but you don't know. And that's the key because yeah. what we were doing wasn't working, obviously. So we mm-hmm. have to try new things. We mm-hmm. have to get uncomfortable and you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and learning that it's okay to not like food. Cause I know it sucks to like tell someone like, Oh, I don't like it, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's not the way that you cooked it. It's just, I just don't like I- well, food. yeah, it's like for banana for me, anything yeah. banana flavored, I'm not going to like. So it doesn't matter right. if it tastes good or not. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like it. Exactly. But there's nothing wrong with it. No. Like, that's just what your taste buds are. Exactly. Um, Speaking of new things, Zach made me a steak last night. Yeah. Um, And there's, okay, so he made steak. I did take a picture of it. Steak. And then there was this um, garlic butter shrimp from Costco. Okay. So he made it the other night and it was really good, but we just had that and fish yeah, and that makes sense. I wasn't really feeling the the fish the okay. other night. So we just, I just ate the shrimp, but his idea was he was going to cook the shrimp, cook the steak, which that man knows how to cook a fucking steak. He knows how to fucking cook, man. Well, yeah, that too. Damn. And then he, so he took the steak and poured the shrimp over the top. Okay. So it was shrimp and garlic butter that was over the top of the filet mignon. Oh, it was so damn good. That sounds good. It was so damn good. I wanted to eat the whole thing. I could not. Oh. Um. So the rest mm. of it went to Chloe. Perfect. But it was so damn good. So, but that is such a high protein food. Yeah. Because you've got that shrimp, which is already high in protein. Yep. Then you put a steak on there. <laughs> That's like all protein. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yep. So start researching like ways that you can put protein together too. Yep. Um. So just research high protein foods mm-hmm. because that like don't worry about calories. Don't worry about carbs or the vegetables. Sauces. We or, don't count sauces. I don't count sauces. I don't I don't fucking care what some people do. Says. I get it. But but we do not. Because, I do because literally for the amount of sauces that you can even get in your body with the protein, it's like it's minimal. Just yes. Stop it. No, D- don't even think about it. You're not it. drinking ranch, so it's fine. Right. Just don't fucking pour it in your mouth. Kelly says it's fine. Yeah. Um, so and I mean, if you want to drink ranch, I guess that's an option. But all oh, that just made me go. Ugh, I know. Inside. Right. I it's like, just like, like I pictured someone with like the Hidden Valley Ranch is like squirting. Oh, my God. Zach showed me a picture Ow. the other day of somebody with a straw in oh, the ranch. No. Yeah. I was like, that's so Zach. That's oh. so gross. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Start researching like what what are the highest protein foods? What can you pair together? Yeah. Because that's going to help you later on because you're not going to have to think about it. You're just going to be like, these are the foods I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. This is how I make them. It's high protein. I've got what I need for my body. Yeah. And I think starting starting that early is so Mm -hmm. important. So listen to Kelly. Do that early. 
and start doing like the little things that we've learned along the way. Like when you feel full, push your plate away. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're don't at the rest eat in front of the, the, TV. the TV. Yeah. Don't eat. Don't eat standing up. Mm-hmm. Don't eat in front of the fridge. Mm-hmm. When you feel full at a restaurant, get a to go box, put mm-hmm. the stuff away or order the to go box. Right away. Right away. Yeah. So you already have it. So as soon as you're done, you can just throw it in the box, close Boom. the lid, you're done. Yep. There's little tips and tricks uh-huh. that you can do prior to surgery to kind of get your mindset ready to go. Mm-hmm. Because the more that you do that prior to that surgery, you're going to be way more successful mm-hmm. and it's going to feel easier mm-hmm. because you're not like shocking the system and be like, oh my God, I got to do all these things. Correct. You know? Well, the other thing I was thinking of too is that if you start these things right away, you're actually actively moving towards your goal of having surgery. Yep. So it's not like this huge six month period, three to six months, however long your process is, yeah. that you're just sitting there like twiddling your thumbs. Right. Like you've got goals in your head. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that all of your problems are going to stop within that moment. Like no. you're still going to have the the cravings. You're still going to deal with all of that. But you're making small steps to be ready to take your life back. Yes. And small steps are good. They do add up. Yeah, they really fucking do. So even if you're like, okay, I had two great meals and then I ate cake for dinner. Okay. Okay, But you had two great, Mm -hmm. great meals. So let's try for three tomorrow. Or, you know, maybe the next day you only had one great meal. But like. Those three meals in two days, they add up over a long period of time. They do. So you are actively working towards an end goal of being ready for surgery. Yeah, because the whole point is to be healthy, happy and healthy. Yes. I think that's that's what was mine Mm -hmm. is to be happy and healthy and to be happy with myself. Being Mm -hmm. like being proud of what I've done and what I've accomplished that day. Mm -hmm. So if you're. A light, if you're like me and you want to be proud of yourself, mm-hmm. like it is about like getting that water in and getting that protein and be like, yeah, I fucking did it. And today. the movement. Yeah. Start moving now. Yeah. So even if that is like every 10 minutes or every let's say 10, 10 minutes is too soon. Let's say every, every hour, hour you set your timer yep. and you say, OK, I'm going to go walk for 10 minutes. Yep. Go and do that. Go. And you're getting that movement in so eventually it's going to be like okay it's three o'clock oh i gotta go move yep like you're not even going to think about it because it's already a routine well what's funny about that is even on the weekends i'll look at the clock and be like oh it's time to go like it's mm-hmm. time to get because you, you built the habit yep so if you can do it for so long you're going to build that habit of like mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm supposed to be doing this already uh-huh and that's that that's what's key yes it's so important yes so this may be Some people may not agree with me on this. Okay. But I think doing a food funeral before surgery is so important. I think it, I think for the right people, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Now for me, I needed to physically say goodbye. Mm -hmm. I needed to be in the restaurant, have that food and know that it's fine, that I'm not going to have it for a while. Yeah. I needed to say goodbye. Yeah. And I needed to like, like end that relationship. Mm -hmm. So for me, I like think a it's breakup. Yeah. You're like breaking up with the food. I, I was yeah. like, and I'm not saying that I like, I think back then I did it a little bit differently because I was saying goodbye in intention of never having it again. Yes. And I think that was the wrong mindset to be yeah. in. I can totally admit when I'm wrong. I also didn't know any better. But I think if you are going to have a feud, food funeral, 
go in with the intention of being like, I will see you later. Yes. That's what I was going to say was like, Mm -hmm. it just needs to be the mindset of like, it's not forever. Mm -hmm. It's a see you later. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just like, Hey, I'm going to take care of myself for the next year or two. Mm -hmm. And we're going to just part ways as friends. And we're Mm going to come back to each other when I can handle it. Because that's the deal is like learning what foods you can handle versus you can't handle. Mm -hmm. Like I have these fucking crackers outside of this door. (laughs) But Zach, Zach was very fucking nice and he gets these random pallets He's of very things. very sweet when he thinks of people. Yeah, and he brought me a whole pallet of crackers. The premium crackers is just saltines. You wouldn't think mm-hmm. anything of it, right? You wouldn't mm-hmm. at all. But I've realized it's triggered a very like mindless eating, mindless eating from childhood mm-hmm. that now I cannot have them in my house because I want to eat a sleeve at a time. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that that was a trigger food for me because like when I was a kid, what I would do is my parents would fight. I would clean and I would eat crackers mm-hmm. and the the whole like memory popped in my head. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm like 12 years old now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucking weird. I got to get this out of my house because mm-hmm. I will eat every fucking sleeve. Yep. So like that's the deal is like knowing, OK, what are your real trigger foods versus I'll just see you later foods? Because oh, yeah. For me, I have foods where I'm just like, I just can't, I just can't. You know, it's almost like crack. I can't. Well, and that can change too. And it can because it totally I thought can. that my trigger food was pasta. Yeah, I totally thought it was my trigger food. Mm-hmm. For I mean, you guys have heard me talk yep. about it. It was and one of your favorite foods. It was one of my favorite foods, but yeah. I don't know if it was a favorite food because it was easy to make, there, or if I just truly loved it. Yeah. But now going through the last year through the divorce and trying to cope with all of the emotions and everything coming up, I go towards sweet. Yeah. And I don't know why I didn't realize it sooner, but it's not pasta. I can go out and have a couple bites of mac and cheese and I don't want to eat the whole bowl. Yeah. So it's not, it wasn't actually a trigger. But if you put a fucking piece of cake in front of me, I'm going to try to as a, Hard as I can to eat that goddamn cake. I will chew like nonstop just so Mm -hmm. I can have the cake or the, Mm -hmm. for me, cheesecake. (laughs) I'm like, like, I will slowly eat this all day Mm -hmm. long so I feel like it's okay. So (laughs) maybe make a list of things like trigger foods, things like that that you want to talk about in your therapy. Yeah. And go over that. Yeah. Because I think if I had talked more about trigger foods and Mm -hmm. why they're my trigger foods, I maybe would have come to a realization that that was a thing yeah because if i had the therapy mm-hmm. then i think i would have known sooner about this cracker business this cracker <laughs> business because it really triggers my childhood mm-hmm. and trauma and mm-hmm. like abuse like emotional abuse that was happening 100%, in the house yeah. that i didn't realize was there like i knew that it was there but i know it affected me mm-hmm. and it did affect me affect my eating i was coping you, with eating correct that's exactly you have what I was doing. come you have come across a lot of realizations in the last year yeah, of things that have popped up from your childhood. A shit ton. A fucking shit ton. Yes. And it doesn't help though. Like when you like, oh yes, I wasn't like super, super close to my aunts that passed, but I was close enough that I felt the effect. Mm -hmm. But what it did though, it triggered all the fucking memories Mm -hmm. of being a kid. Mm -hmm. And then the memories of like what they were doing at those times and realizing what they were doing and then realizing how I was coping with what they were doing mm. and how no one, no one was like, Hey, maybe we should stop. 
<laughs> well, not everybody you know? has that wherewithal they, to be like they don't because they were this in is bad behavior. Yeah, because they were in their own are watching shit. me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing is I've learned like being a parent too and being an adult is like you're just in the shit. You don't realize what you're doing is actually affecting yourself and everyone around you. You think, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just fucking up myself, but no, you're fucking up people that are around mm-hmm. you. Like it slowly just disperses little nuggets yep. all the time, and you just have no idea yep. until afterwards. And that's what was happening with me with that month, January and February. I was eating shit that was bad because I was trying to cope with all the memories that was happening. And I didn't realize like, oh, I have a lot of blocked memories. So that way I was like, nope, we just don't remember those things. Yeah. But well, then when I, mean, I was why eating, would you want to? When I was eating crackers, man. They just started flowing back. And I was like, these fucking crackers. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> happens to me when I'm driving. Oh, Yeah. Like I'll be driving and listening to songs oh. or something like that. And something songs will like, son of a bitch. it'll like go into my brain. Mm-hmm. And then I flash back to the last 15 years of my life mm-hmm. and all of the things that like, and it's not necessarily bad, no. but it's not good. No. And it's not something I want to think about. Right. But it continues to go into mm-hmm. my brain and then I'm like why the fuck am I thinking about this like yeah. I don't want to think about this or I drive by a fucking dog on the side of the road and then my brain starts going crazy about how I don't have my dogs. dogs anymore yep like I'm like I don't want to think about this I nope. don't it's like your, stop it's your brain's trying to heal because yeah. like there's some there's some damage there there yeah because if know? there wasn't damage I wouldn't think about it exactly yeah. and our brain just trying to like understand it figure it out and then we can push it along and that's mm-hmm. why we say feel your feelings so I would suggest anybody that's going into surgery, guess what? You're going to have to learn how to feel your feelings because you and cannot cope with food anymore. No, you cannot. It cannot. It can't be your coping mechanism. So right now, what I suggest is letting yourself have 10 minutes. Like if you feel something, you don't have sit to in just it. sit in it. You mm-hmm. have to just sit in it because sometimes it actually goes away pretty quickly. You just need to feel it, though. Mm-hmm. And what people try to do is eat, drink, smoke, whatever your vice is to like cover it up. Mm-hmm. So you can't feel those feelings. But mm-hmm. if you actually just let yourself, it doesn't take that long. Your body just needs to know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. And, and if those moments happen, write it down, yep. bring it up in therapy. Yes. Because the only way you can deal with it is number one, feeling it. Mm-hmm. And number two, talking about Acknowledging it. Acknowledging it is huge. Acknowledging it. See, like, be like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. And I'm going to write you down. I'm going to talk about you yeah. and then we're going to go away. And I know people get scared about writing things down because it makes it real. It, well, and that's why it's a form of therapy. <laughs> yep. And, and, and but I've, I highly encourage it. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Cause it's, it's helped me like just writing shit down every once in a while. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Cause like I actually found a pad up there and you can see me just writing the shit that I was going through. And then like I, I was able to process and talk to Eric about the things that I wrote, but mm-hmm. it was way more clear. Because you ever notice when you approach something, you're like, if you're, especially if you're emotional, it's like scattered, right? Well, yeah. You're like hitting all the things, but like none of it really makes sense, but it makes sense to you. Yes. But the person on the other end's like, what? I don't understand. And that's what I did with him. I literally wrote some shit down one day and I don't even know why I did it. I think, I think I probably heard it from you. It was like, write shit down. Oh. So I did it. And it really helped the, the conversation later mm. because I didn't go into it emotional. I had you already had those emotions emotions on the paper on the paper. And so then you could have a honest and real and undramatic conversation Yeah, because I was able to process my feelings Mm -hmm. instead of projecting on someone else and making them process with me. Mm -hmm. I process myself. 
And I think that's going to be key for other people is like, hey, let yourself process. It's okay Mm -hmm. to feel this. Your body is actually made to feel this and react to it. Mm -hmm. Like we have a great body. Our brains and body are fucking amazing. And it's so interesting how well it can cope. Yes. And it does it way faster than what we think because our brain doesn't want to deal with like frantic things. Well, because it wants to protect us. We've learned that. Your brain is there to protect you emotionally and physically. physically. Yeah. That fight or flight's real. Yes. And so that that's why it's really good. Write it down when you're feeling it. If you're driving, do a voice note, do something to like talk it out. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why we love this podcast and talking because Mm -hmm. this is our therapy. It really helps Uh, because we could, we can process these things. We've learned all these things about Mm -hmm. ourselves that we didn't know know. beforehand. I've learned so much in these (laughs) last two years about myself. It's insane. And I thought like, you know, like, oh, I have it together and I did have it together. But but there was like, there's like a whole nother side that I've been able to open up Mm. and process and think about and not get mad either. I'm like, I'm way more calmer about things. Are you? Except for yesterday. Are you? I, I am. Mean, I am. Way more calmer. I don't know. If I'm, that's not breaking, <laughs> I'm not breaking windows. That's a key. You are not breaking windows. You you wanted to. You did not. Yes. I'm very proud of you. Right? With the American Airlines thing, I didn't break a window. I told you I wanted to. I told you and Eric both on the phone. I was like, I fucking want to break this. And you both were like, no, the window didn't do anything to you. Exactly. And so like the anger has definitely changed. Well, and it's not that you're never going to get angry ever again and want to break shit. No, but it's definitely how you deal with it's different. Like Mm -hmm. you see me in the car. I laugh at you because you're just like screaming at people. And I'm just like very calm. We'll get there when we get there. I'm like, like, no, get the fuck out of my way. (laughs) (laughs) So it's definitely like if you start opening up and processing yourself, Mm -hmm. you're more calmer in different situations because you can you have the tools now. Before it was just food. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to Arby's and I'm getting my fries. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to make me feel better. When really it was like, I just needed to think about it and talk it out. Mm -hmm. Like the fries aren't helping. No. It's no. just there. I just I just put that on the fries. Yeah. <laughs> I put the power in the fries and I shouldn't have done that. But no. I didn't know at the time. And that's what we were doing is putting the power in the cake, power in the fries, whatever mm-hmm. your trigger food is. Mm-hmm. So we can take our power back. And I think that's what's really empowering about the surgery. And that's why it's not the easy way out that you actually have to empower yourself and be mindful. And mm-hmm. now I, I feel so much like a better person because I'm not projecting my problems on objects. Yes. You know, yes. like I'm talking through things like with even with yesterday, me and Kel got into a little argument, but I we talked it through and I was like, hey, I'm sorry for snapping at you. That was not OK. I, didn't I wanna... was not ready to accept that at the moment. And I was very quiet. She was because I started to say it was it's fine because that's my my Your saying go-to. is Kelly says it's fine. And then I was like, but it's not fine. No, so I'm just not talking to you. Yeah, that's why I, said, I was like, I know it's not OK. I shouldn't have done that to you. You yes. didn't do anything wrong. And that's why I was like, but but prior surgery that's not what melanie would have done mm-hmm. i would have just snapped and been like you get to deal with that thing i would walk away <laughs> <laughs> fuck your face right i would have never processed it and like because that's what i was doing over there while you were silent was like thinking and like okay that wasn't okay melanie how do we tell her sorry without it coming off like an asshole as well don't be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so it's just i just encourage everybody to research your surgeons, research yourself, basically do some self-assessments, mm. write things down. Like Kelly's telling you, she Kelly has great ideas 
And I don't always follow through on my own ideas. That's okay. But I'm getting there slowly. Because yeah. we're human. We are human. We're and not. I have always been good at advice. Yes. I don't necessarily take my own advice, but I am good at, at advice. She is. In another life, I was a therapist. Right. I'm pretty sure. Um, the other thing I was going to check on just, and this is real quick, um, that you may not know whether you want to share your journey with everybody Correct. at the beginning. Yep. You may not. I mean, personally, Mel didn't share mm -hmm. anything for until we started the podcast, really. Yep. And I was very open, like, yeah. but I also didn't announce it on social media until it was approved and I had a date. Yes. I was not going to announce it to everybody. But if I was like in a family setting, mm -hmm. I would tell everybody I didn't right. care because obviously it was a little weird that I'm like. 280 pounds drinking nonstop protein shakes. Right. Like that's like, a little strange. What's going on over there? Yeah. So, but I also think like, don't worry yourself with that type of thinking. Mm -hmm. You'll know when you're in the situation, whether yeah. it works for you or not. You'll know when you're ready. Yeah. That, that's what I realized was like when you're comfortable. Yeah. Don't so. push yourself to tell everybody if you're not ready, because then that's just a whole mess you don't need to deal with. Yeah. That's a stress and overwhelming feeling mm -hmm. that you don't need to. Yeah. She's right. You don't need to deal with it. But just, if you are at peace with your decision mm -hmm. and you're good and, and you feel good. know this is happening and you don't care whether people know. Yeah. Go right the shit out of it, man. Yeah. Do whatever. Yeah, shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, yeah. But just like don't rush that decision to tell everybody because it is a very personal decision. Yeah. And know that it is OK to keep it close to your vest if you want to. Yeah. Like it's completely OK. It's, and then if you want to shout it, shout the damn thing. Yep. Because we want to hear from you. We want to so see tell you. us. Tell of us. Course. You don't you have know? to tell everybody, but you can tell us. Yeah. Because we're like a vault. You tell us shit and it doesn't go anywhere. Correct. Like we don't project anybody's stuff on podcast. You're not going to, you're not going to no, hear, you're not going to no, hear that shit. No, not so. at all. So, and definitely not names. Mm -mm. We don't tell anybody names. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, but this is a very long process for some, I mean, mm -hmm. it can take, I mean, I know with Kaiser Permanente right now, they're at like a year wait list. Right. So the, it could be anywhere from depending on if, where you go, because some people go to Mexico, which is totally fine. Just look, to, look into aftercare yeah, just, after you're done. Yeah. If you get surgery in a different country. Cool. But when you come home, what you need to do before you leave, I think, to go mm -hmm. to these places is find a program here that you can join because there are support groups all over. There are. There's a lot of bariatric support in your areas. Mm -hmm. Just find that. Talk mm -hmm. to your PCP. You know, go, hey, like, I'm going to do this regardless of what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is what I need. Yep. Be like, but I, I need aftercare. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? And we do have a list of the uh, blood work um, mm -hmm. on our Instagram. So yes. if you need a better list for that, yeah, it's on there. Because they can run exactly what the bariatric panel should be from mm -hmm. the ASMBS. It's just a so. little different levels right. than a typical person that has not yeah. had surgery. And I so think just keep that in mind. Make sure that your PCP is aware, aware that you did have surgery. Right. And make sure that they know that it's different levels because they're a PCP, not a bariatric surgeon. Exactly. And we so. can, and you can't assume that they know. Correct. Because th that's not their specialty. That is there's, not. There's a reason why we go to a like a bariatric surgeon for mm -hmm. bariatric like stuff. Yes. Like yes. I'm not going to go to my foot doctor 
for a bariatric surgery or, or go to the foot doctor for therapy. Yeah. Like that's not what they're there for. Exactly. Um, so just be aware of that. If you are, I did want to touch on that real quick because no, I, I, it, it's not that I have a problem with people going to Mexico and have surgery. Right. Mexico is great. It's been super they helpful. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. I just, I have a, the aftercare worries me. Oh yeah. And it should, because we've seen it. We've yes. seen what happens when you don't have good aftercare. Regardless of where you go, like if you mm-hmm. have shitty aftercare or zero aftercare, it's hard. Yes, it is real hard. Utilize not, your aftercare. I'm not saying that you can't do it because like, yeah, I had aftercare, but like not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was still able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it, just helpful. It's just it's super helpful. And it just makes things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like is this journey is hard enough. Mm-hmm. If you can make it a little bit easier for yourself, then do it, please yes. get that aftercare. And if anybody is out there that does not have aftercare and is needing more of a dietitian therapy mm-hmm. support system of professionals, there are places that you can go online. Uh, one of them is with the sleeve dietitian. Right. She has a huge team behind her. Yeah. Um, she is a accredited dietitian. So she can help you. She has programs that you can sign up for. Um, I think it's just the sleeve dietitian.com. Yeah. And she has a bunch of experts over there. That's what they really have cool. all been. Almost all of them have had, had. bariatric surgery. Yep. So check it out. If you if you are one of those that needs something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's called the tribe. The tribe. The tribe. Yes. Um, there's a whole saying for the tribe. I won't go into it. But uh, <laughs> there is options like that for yes. you. So if you're thinking. You need that. Mm-hmm. That's where I that's where we would recommend you going. Absolutely. And we did do an interview with her. And that is actually coming out next week. It is. So, so one so week, excited. One week from when this releases, hers releases. Mm-hmm. And I love that fucking episode. Yes. Like we're already scheduled to part two, guys, because we're yeah. like, there's so much more. Well, I mean, Jamie's like our people. She totally like, she's is. She's so great. That she's vibe. so. Yeah. Like she, it's just our vibes totally mesh. And yeah. I love it. I love it. So if you. Do you guys have anything else to add to the list of things to do in between of like, I'm going to have surgery and then here's my date. There's a whole section in there that you can do to get ready for things. If you have something that we didn't mention, please let us know. Yeah, put in the comments. We want to hear from you. Ask us questions because we're going to gather a bunch of questions for an actual questions episode. A Q&A episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely check us out if you want to see all the faces that we made during this episode. (laughs) Because there was a lot of fun. There were a lot of faces going on in this. So go to YouTube right now, hit subscribe, hit the bell so you get notified because every Tuesday, Tuesday's drop day, man. Drop day. Drop day for everyone. It's mm-hmm. great. You get the brand new episodes on audio. You get the video episodes on YouTube. That's a week later. You get Patreon episodes that are exclusive just to patrons. So you have to become a patron. $10 or higher. And that's patreon.com forward slash OSLP. And if you do $10 or higher, you're automatically in our benches. Yep. And you automatically get these exclusive episodes from yes. me and Kelly. They're 20 to 30 minutes at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just telling you what, what's going on with us. Yes. You get and behind if you the were scenes. in the $10 or the $7 or higher group mm-hmm. and you were not in our benchies, send us a message. message. We'll send you the link. Yes. 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 Because we want to make sure everybody's in there. That's right. And check your messages on Patreon because every time there's a new person, we send you guys a link. Yes. So just monitor make sure your that you're checking your messages if you are a patron. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, we love you guys and we, we will see, see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. He does. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. 